Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Natalie Tome, who was the founder and director of the Paramedic Franchise Business, a community-based education business educating parents in ways to care and be prepared. Listen as Natalie delves into her background, describes what inspired the creation of Paramedic, what is inspiring about the opportunity, and how you can become immersed in the Paramedic world. Listen on to find out more. Oh, welcome, everyone. My name is Raghu from Eden Exchange, and we're joined on our team today by Ellen Rogers. Hello, everyone. Today, as a continuation of our Business Journey podcast, we're joined by Natalie Tourme, um, who's the founder of Parent Medic and is an extremely experienced entrepreneur, making a lot of roads in, in the Australian market. So pleasure to have you on today, Natalie. Thanks so much for having me. Firstly, Natalie, can you tell us about your background? How do you first become involved with Parent Medic and, and, and what is Parent Medic? So Parent Medic was essentially my first baby. It was the thing that came across my path that pushed me forward in business. So I never really sat there and said I wanted to start a business. It was something, uh, a tool that I decided to use to be able to make the social impact that I wanted to make. So I was studying nursing at the time. I was a sole parent of two kids, you know, and to be honest, in a really difficult time in my life, I was caring for my mum and I had a job opportunity to become an accredited first aid trainer. And throughout that journey, a mum randomly came to me, I think it was on Facebook, and said to me that she was wondering if I could come to her home and teach her some basic skills. She heard that I was a first aid trainer and that I was doing nursing. I've never, I did not know who this lady was. She randomly just came across my my path. And um, I said to her, oh, okay, um, I've never really taught parents before. I do accredited first aid for workplace training, but I am studying my nursing. I've got two kids. Both my kids were premies. So I went through my own journey of having um, unwell children. So let me see what I can come up with. But before I go, why haven't you accessed this? I assume this is something for free or um, isn't it all parents get this or isn't there other services that do it? This is not really what I do. And she explained to me that their existing services were really privatised, so really expensive. You could either get the, you could get it, but it'd be really, really expensive. And it certainly wasn't provided to anyone that had a baby. And her biggest difficulty was that she hadn't done accredited first aid. She had a job that that wasn't required. And um, first baby, really excited about it. And sadly, her baby had turned blue multiple times since bringing it home. And she didn't know what to do. And she said, I'm not interested in some sort of lifelong journey of becoming the best first aid provider known to man. I just want to do, I want to know what to do from calling triple zero to the ambulance arriving. And right now I'm staring at my baby girl doing absolutely nothing. And I went and ran that session and it was the most, you know, it gives me goosebumps now thinking of it. It changed my life. I sat there in front of a family where she was telling me that she was too scared to leave her home because what if her baby got sick? when she, you know, wasn't home and provided. I had a husband tell me that he was too scared to go to work because his wife was so nervous to be left alone because what if this was happened again? So he couldn't work. I had their grandparents tell me that they're too scared to care for the baby and give these parents a break because what if they didn't know what to do? And it was so much more than I thought this initially was. There was so much more going on. And um, I did my best. I, I, I gave some information on what I knew and, you know, sometimes we doubt the information we know and I shared it and she walked me to the front door and, and cried and the family was so grateful 
just to have some basic knowledge. And I think from that point on, I started researching exactly what's out there and I never gave up. Our goal is to make sure that everyone has access to this basic information. Wow, that is definitely a moving story. And so when you started planning out Parent Medic, you were accommodating a specific kind of parent, but did you have any other visions or directions in mind when you started actually working on the company plan? No, you know, I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, I first started advocating within the government sector. So I was like, let's do this for free. I know it's a problem. So it was really just me bringing the problem to the, to the forum so people could know about it. And then basically being told no one really cares. It's not a priority. I then sat and said, how do I solve this problem? That's literally an entrepreneur to my core. I wanted to solve a problem. I wanted to start a not-for-profit initially. And my first mentor, who I'm so deeply grateful for, said, if you really want to help, you need to do this by having a business. You need to make sure it's sustainable because too many not-for-profits start and fail. So I then hit the books. I, I studied really hard. I got heaps of mentors. I wanted to know how to run this as a sustainable venture to make it profitable because at the end of the day, something that's profitable and has purpose is something that will, you know, withstand many generations. So that's that's where it all started. Excellent. You mentioned that term profit as well as purpose. So how did that lead you down the road to franchising uh, as the way forward? Yeah, it's a, a funny one, isn't it? <laughs> so we've been growing Paramedic for a couple of years. We've had up to over 100 providers of our programs. Um, we've run programs in Indigenous communities, female prisons, women escaping violence. In addition to that, we have a private market. So that helps us with our turnover. So we provide the program to those that can afford it. And we also have government relationships, funded programs. We have a multi-tiered approach to who our actual consumer is and who's paying for the service. And that's very intentional. So last year, last year we sat down and said, okay, you know, we want growth. And realistically, growth comes with good business strategy and design and output. And it is our commitment to all parents in the world, really, that will make sure that we're here and we're going to be here for a really long time and we're going to continue doing what we're doing. So we need to have, we had to put a bit of a fork in the road. We have to say, right, we've got an arm that is purely there to train people in running the programs that have lived experience. So we have a very peer-to-peer education model that we thrive on as parents teaching parents. But those parents that we were teaching to teach parents turned around and said, well, we don't want to do the business side of things. We just really love teaching. Just keep us here, keep us in our communities, keep us teaching. So then for me, with the growth that we're having, we have national growth. We've taught 27,000 people. I get emails from United Kingdom, from US, from New Zealand, people saying, we need to get this program here. We love it so much. I thought, okay, I need help with this. And one of the most beautiful things about franchising is what I now call business pods. So it's establishing a series or network of business pods that are working with me to create that strategy, to use the systems that we know that work, that I know that works. Parent is a profitable business venture. And I know how that happens because I've been in it doing it myself. So the franchising is really about creating that global network of what we call business pods. And their role is not to do the booking. They will send those bookings to those in the community that love doing what they do. Their role is helping me really increase that social impact factor through good business strategy and outcomes. So, Natalie, if you could summarise um, in one or two lines, what is the parent medic business and what do you do day to day? 
So the paramedic business provides a educational program and it's a community health educational program and it provides it to parents in different communities. The service essentially is provided through to not-for-profits and that's funded by the not-for-profit to provide it to parents who can't afford it or the government through grants or mainly the private market where a parent will pay to access the education. The education is delivered either privately in their location of choice, whether that be in their home or at a mother's group or also at a public session. So what does a franchisee with Parent Medic do? So a franchisee with Parent Medic essentially gets all the bookings and whether that's from government, not-for-profit or private, any of those people that turn around and said, we'd like to have access to the Parent Medic program, which is run by a certified Parent Medic educator, will pay the franchisee to organise that for them. The franchisee doesn't do the bookings. The bookings are made up by our certified on-the-ground educators, which they will organise to do the booking. So it's an at-home franchise opportunity, by the way, which I think is really cool. You can completely run it in any location of your choice. If we were to think of the one very main job that you'll complete as a paramedic franchisee is the administration behind the bookings. It's someone submitting an inquiry saying, I'd like to have access to the paramedic program or book it in, um, whether it's the not-for-profit, whether it's the parent, and then you turn around and say, great, let's book that in and allocating that to a certified educator. But the main part is the administration behind organising the booking between the consumer and the certified educator. Sure. And what does a franchisee get when they come on board with Parent Medi? The franchisee will get access to all, um, basically, the paramedic product within their territory. So any bookings that come through that territory will come through their own designated website And any bookings or any clients or any relationships with the paramedic program in that territory is managed by the franchisee. And the franchisee is given all the tools. So that's the course guidelines, that's the resources given to parents, it's access to the IP and branding. Anything that's related to the provision of that booking is provided to the franchisee. So, Natalie, who would make a good franchisee, do you think? Do they need to be specific kind of persons or like, say, a leader in a community, a parent or someone with a medical background? Yeah, I really enjoy this question because I had nothing. You know, the one thing I had was determination. But ultimately, our business pods uh, will make an investment and they start running a business straight away, which means they don't generally have the flexibility to learn for years like I did, you know, and wing it. Um, and we don't want people making an investment and winging it and not getting the outcome that they they really deserve. We understand um, what that investment means to people. So whilst people need to have that passion and they need to understand about the paramedic product, they need to love it, they need to value what they're going to do with the educators on the ground and, and really be able to celebrate it, I think they need to have a strong desire to learn about business. But more intentionally understanding how to run a business with purpose because there's a beautiful balance there and it's definitely, you know, where we're moving forward in business. And, yeah, so you definitely, I think you need to have a passion for business. You need to have that willingness to learn about business, but more importantly, create that connection to having a business with purpose. Excellent. So in terms of that passion and commitment, assuming you come across the right person who's a right for the franchise and you think would make a good franchisee, what should they expect from your end um, as the franchisor? 
So I'm really fortunate. I'm a real tech head and I love digital education. And I think whether it's education in health or education in business or education in, I don't know, growing plants, um, education has the power to to really empower um, someone to create action and positive action. So for me, I know as a franchisor, one of my greatest strengths is the fact that I'm bloody good at education and I can do it online very easily. So I've invested a lot of time and money in understanding the provision of digital support and education. So a franchisee that comes on board with me knows that they are going to be absolutely provided with the support they need to be able to start the business, to have a profitable business, to feel supported and connected in business. And that's because I've done it already with a team. So I know absolutely that if a franchisee comes on board that they'll feel completely supported. Um, we've got great systems in place. We create, we use online education portals, communication portals. So the fact that we're growing national and hopefully global too is certainly not a division to, to their success. Sorry, can you tell us a little bit about the practical know-how and technical nuance that has gone into developing the parent medic system and support system? Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot. To say I've had really long days for a really long time is an understatement. Um, in addition, I'm a registered nurse and I'm also doing my postgraduate in psychology. And the reason I'm going down the psychology path is because I have such a huge passion behind the provision of education and support and how that translates into action. So over the last few years in developing our systems, developing the support for the franchisee, developing support for educators, everything that we do is measurable. So I measure every single thing we do, every piece of information we send out, any education that we provide, any support that we provide into how does that actually equate into into action. Um, and, and that's essentially to the core of what we're doing in Parent Medic as a product, but also what we what we value as a franchisor to a franchisee. And Natalie, what kind of business support does a Parent Medic franchisee receive initially and throughout their journey? Well, I can say education. <laughs> so they obviously are provided, we, we do three days full training and that's with myself. So it's really important for me to maintain that role of providing that level of support. During that training, we go through absolutely everything. And what I'm really proud about is the accountability after training. So once we do training, they're provided with every single resource that they they need to run their business and supported by monthly meetings. In those monthly meetings, because my passion is about understanding how information translates into action, we will go through what we've planned together, what they've planned together you know, what were the actions or the outcomes that we wanted within that first month period, what they need support with, and that will all be recorded um, appropriately on our online platform so we can measure that success over time. And, and how important is technology in the delivery of your programs and the training as well? Technology is, is hugely important. And I think if you're a business that doesn't invest a, a large amount of time in research, development and innovation, you're going to be in a really sore place. And I think we're definitely seeing that in the environment that we're in during COVID-19 is those businesses that had invested in digital or technology platforms or delivery or versions of their products over the past few years haven't found this transition so difficult because they've already invested such a large amount of time in that. So for myself as a franchisor and the creator and founder of Parrot Medic, we spend a large amount of investment and time in understanding technology 
Technology also plays a really large part, which I think we dismiss in the value of education in diverse communities. So, for example, a paramedic franchisee can attain bookings for different demographics and communities. So they contain bookings from private bookings for parents that are running their home or for mothers groups, public sessions, for government sessions, for sessions with not-for-profits who families are finding, you know, that they're having difficulties in, in diverse environments. So whilst we consider the, that diversity in the provision for communities face-to-face, that's something that technology can actually overcome is ensuring that we get information in different formats. So Paramedic has um, invested in an online baby first aid product, which some of our franchisees decide to actually provide as one of their services online. And we've also been um, investing in a paramedic triage tool, which is an online technology tool for parents to be able to recognise when and where they seek help for their child. So it's something that we make a dedication to. And, and for us, it's that peace of mind and security and part of our sustainability plan that if you invest in paramedic today, we're definitely going to be here in 10 years and 20 years and 50 years because we're always looking at how we can innovate our products. So Natalie, why is it a good time to be servicing the education and health services industry? Oh, you know, if we're talking about the current environment that we're in, it's really difficult for everyone in this world. But in specific to our paramedic consumers, um, parents are really lacking support. A lot of the support that they've given has been ripped away from them. It's been translated to be delivered in different forms. Um, they're, they're living in fear and that's escalated when you're bringing a baby home and this fear existed before what we're going through at the moment, you know, and it will continue to exist because once you become a parent and you hold a baby in your hands, the only thing that matters is their health. That's all that matters. And it saddens me, and this is probably off topic, that when we're pregnant and planning for baby, we consider the cot and, and what our baby's wearing. And we don't realise that we've got that little baby in our arms, that all that matters is us keeping them safe. And and that's why I love paramedic because we're not a trend product. We're not the most exciting whiz-bang technology feature thing that you could buy. But essentially we're overcoming a need that will has always existed and will exist forever because it's a burden that comes with parenting and that's that's fear that things are going to go wrong and what are you going to do it's what keeps every single parent up at night you're wondering you know checking on them when they sleep I heard that parents still check on their babies I mean their children if they're breathing when they're 18 so (laughs) a paramedic is overcoming that and we know that paramedic has over 255 star reviews on Facebook And the one thing that parents say is because we provided them that peace of mind. We removed that fear for them because just knowing that you know that you know what to do if just in case it happens just helps parents so, so much. So, and that's escalated by the environment that we're in. But Mm. it's definitely a fear that will always exist that paramedic overcomes. So where are you seeing the greatest demand at the moment? You've mentioned the nervous parent and the parent seeking for better education. Is there a specific demographic or community that's responding better than others? Yeah, I like that question. Paramedic was specifically designed um, at its very beginnings to provide education to those that currently don't have access. But the one barrier there is we know those that can't have access are facing many other difficulties, such as how do I feed my kids and how do I feed myself and I'm facing homelessness. So it's really the last thing on their mind to go, oh, let's do a baby and child first aid course. 
we don't give up on that demographic. We work very appropriately with not-for-profits and the franchisee would build those relationships to ensure that they're getting that information. So the, the main driver and the people that are investing in the product based on our multi-tiered approach is we do have a lot of not-for-profit clients that turn around and say, it might not feel like our, you know, the parents that we're servicing their first priority, but we know it's really important for them. So that's something that's growing. The government's also recognising at the moment, one of the main categories of presentations to, to ED is category four to five, which in layman terms means that there is many, many parents turning up to ED where their child um, has a fever. So they might not need to be there, but they're there because they haven't been able to get the information in other ways or they haven't had the information delivered in a way that presents them. That, that's a billion dollar expense to the government. And so the government invests in helping parents understand when and where to seek help. Um, and then we have our private market, um, which is growing, growing dramatically for parents who just say, yep, this needs to be part of my to-do list. It is just important as buying a cot. And that's growing. I think in St- Australia was one of the first to turn around and go, this is really important. And I'm grateful to to different people in the market to that we come together and we really advocate to how important that is. Very much, we're very close to people that can afford it, that turn around and say, I need to do this. This is part of having a baby. It is something that I need to do. The UK market is definitely starting to grow in that sector and the US is, is falling close behind. So the idea of parents needing to do this is just as important as buying a cot is growing and it will only grow even more. Excellent. Now, what are the next steps? If someone's interested out there listening to this in becoming a franchisee, uh, what are the next steps to to reach out to you? And what's your process in getting someone trained up and ready to go? The next step is to to look up Paramedic on our website, www.paramedic.co, and just see if your values align with who we are. We are very culture-driven, um, which I think is really important if we're going to have a long-term, you know, trustworthy relationship together. So um, definitely jump on the website, see if it aligns with your values. And I, I do ask people to be really honest with yourself. I think that's so important that you sit there and say, right, what works really well for me? And a lot of the people that come to Paramedic actually are people that coming because of our culture. So they might have had a job before, especially those that work in health, where they feel undervalued or not part of a family or they do great things and, you know, people aren't responding. I, I still remember we had, for example, um, a doctor, a paediatric doctor who joined and, and said, oh, I'm servicing parents every single day, but I don't actually ever get to sit down and teach them this really important stuff. So our culture is really important to us. We consider ourselves a paramedic family and, and we're all there for each other. No one's ever isolated. So have a look at the website and just make sure that your values align. You know, we uh, we have a culture of contribution where I contribute to you, you'll contribute to others and contribute to other peers. Franchisees will connect with other franchisees. So I think for me, my first step is saying, do you like it? <laughs> and if you do, then make contact. And then from that process, we'll do an interview. We'll, we'll share some information with you and just make sure that this is 100% the right decision for you. Excellent. And assuming someone has come on board, they've made the right decision, they're mutually ticking all the boxes yeah. for you and the franchisee. Mm. What, what after that is your process of getting them geared up to represent the brand and make a success of it? Yeah, so first step is you're allocated to our support manager who will basically send you an online template of all the things that we're going to do and what our plan is and making sure we're ticking off those boxes. 
The first step is the training. Um, First and foremost, we want to get that organised really swiftly. So once you're in the training, part of the training, you're actually provided with pen and paper and a task list. And we write down every single thing that you feel you need to get done. And then we aim to get that done within the first month. And that will guide you through how to setting up the business and making sure that you have your own and what I call your internal board of advisors. So people that you can trust, whether it's accountants, lawyers, consultants, mentors, um, making sure that you're set up and supported from the very beginning. And then you're given access, um, you're given your own website, all the branding collateral, how to use that collateral. We also give you access to uh, our design portal so you can access all the templates. And uh, we do a business plan together, which is really important. We do a marketing plan together together. And then both the business plan and marketing plan helps to formulate a budget. And through that, that then will be the baseline of our monthly appointments. And um, it's just yeah, setting that foundation baseline that we can work on together. And then every month we'll catch up and, and see how you're going and, and how we can support you. So you can expect within, you know, the first 30 days that it will be a huge 30 days, but I want to make sure that we create the foundations strongly for us to work on for the remainder of our relationship as as you being the franchisee. Look, Natalie, we are in an unprecedented time with lockdowns and COVID, but as a result, there are some trends that are actually in favour of um, parent medic in the short term and long term. Could you elaborate a bit about those and also your your strategy to to keep growing the business amid amid some uh, challenging times we're in at the moment? Yeah, and and thank you for recognising that it is a really challenging time. And I think it's really hard for anyone to part with any money at the moment, specifically towards one of the bravest steps in your life. I just want to really hone down on that because we were discussing before, it is a really difficult time, but it's a really wonderful time to to realise what your core values are and what you want to do with your life. So um, that's the first thing. So the, the times that we're in is a really good opportunity when you're ready, you know, because it is difficult to sit there and say, what, what do I want to win my life and, and, and what do I want to achieve and want to, get, want to get involved in? And Paramedic is a really prime product to get involved in. We're in a time where we're all trying to seek really trusted information. And one of the reasons parents will come to us is what we framed as Google stress. So um, parents are often Googling, what do I do and how do I seek help and um, how does that look different during COVID? We've had a really great, and what I'm really proud of, is, is a COVID response and business continuity plan. So part of supporting our product and, and continuing through these difficult times is our online baby and child first aid product, which franchisees can have access to. And that product had a really specific purpose, that if you are having a baby during these times and times look so different, um, what are things that you need to know when you're staying home with your baby isolated now? You know, what are the more the fears and what are the information you must know now? But we also brought on a great partner called Medinet and Medinet's um, a telehealth platform and Medinet have made the commitment that anyone that does that course can seek free GP access through their platform, whether you have a Medicare card or not. Um, so that was something that we swiftly introduced during this time. In addition, we created a partnership with another, another wonderful prenatal and postnatal education platform called About Birth. And we coupled up a program that now has is provisioned through local councils and hospitals. So I bring that up because that's how we responded to COVID. We are innovative and we've got solutions. And I think it comes down to a real baseline commitment that no matter what, we get that product out there. 
no matter what, we will be here. And we've actually about to launch our campaign called the Parent Medic Pledge, which is in partnerships with any products or services to parents to make that pledge that they will get Parent Medic out there. So that's a really long-winded way of saying COVID's been really difficult and I understand the difficult that comes with it. But if our core purpose is always at the front of what we do, we've always got something to offer and we'll always be there. And um, so, no, COVID hasn't affected our growth. It's definitely made, you know, tested all our skills to make sure we can get out there. And we actually have um, a, a franchisee that has come on board with us during this time. And they're really appreciating this time to set up their business, to get the information out there, to use the online product. And, yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been a wonderful time for them. They're certainly they haven't been scared of making that investment and they have no regrets of making that investment either. So, um, yeah, it's difficult times, but it just takes a little bit of a shift in your mindset to be able to make it work and, if anything, see the growth of the business during this time. Yeah, like you said, there is a lot of uncertainty out there, but often that uncertainty brings out the right type of people who who want to make a go of it, run their own business, and despite what's going on, will see the opportunity. And often there'll be companies like yours that can almost ride the wave and be while it's a difficult time, there are some trends that are making it a very good opportunity for the person that wants to take that plunge and be their own boss and and, and be part of a system that works. Now, from your end, if there's someone out there listening, you know, thinking about the first time to run their own business or thinking about inquiring, is there any advice you'd want to give them in terms of um, uh, any key piece of knowledge or key piece of um, sentiment you want them to think about? Yeah, I, I've actually learnt, Raghu, over time why I love business and, and why I'm so good at it, to, to put it quite simply. And one day someone said to me, you need to be good with ambiguity. So you need to be good at putting your feet in different places and it being an unstable environment and thriving in an unstable environment. I love it. Bring a challenge to me any day. I don't, I'm not unsettled by being unsettled. I, I thrive in that environment. And I think my only tip for someone thinking about that is, is maybe looking back at different circumstances to, to how did you deal when you feel like that floor has been ripped underneath you? Did you have this sudden drive to, to make it better or fix it or a little bit of an adrenaline boost and putting your action plan and get over it? Or were you someone where that, that really scared you and it halted you in everything that you do? And this might be the psychology in me, but I actually think the people that thrive in an unstable environment are the people that thrive in business, to be honest. So I think for anyone really sitting there thinking, I love this, you know, I love the idea of this, is, is thinking about those traits and, and maybe going back on, on something that you've done in the past and, and how that made you feel. I'd also, I'd bear caution, you know, and this is an interesting one because as much as we love to get our franchisees set up, I'm a very honest trader in the sense and I bear caution to trend. You know, we did have a strong trend in laptop lifestyle and investing in your business. I think that's all, all wonderful. But for us as a franchisor, we want to give opportunity to people in a really honest way. And if you're going to invest into this, it takes hard work. It takes a lot of hard work. It is certainly not a laptop, laptop lifestyle, but 
you'll get something in return that you've never, ever gotten in your life. And that is being part of something that has impact. That is being part of a family where you are valued. It is part of having action that people actually notice. And and that's what makes me wake up every single day, even though there might be that instability in business. Great. And what? where do you see Parent Medic heading over the next one year and then after that the next five years? So our goal is to ensure every single parent in Australia has access. So we're looking for substantial growth in uh, franchisees Australia-wide. But we've already got interest to scale Paramedic um, internationally. We're probably one of the most the leaders in the provision of this type of information to parents. And it's something that's new and it's innovative and there's huge demand. So we ultimately would love to see every area of Australia covered um, first and foremost, and then start moving across the seas. All right, Natalie. So just asking about the model itself, there's a large scope of health education topics to cover, especially building on the existing parent medic model. Do you have anything in mind to develop the product further? We get asked that a lot. So thank you so much for asking that question. I, I really love that question because we've definitely trialed that in the past. We're potentially some of the educators might get trained in the Australian Breastfeeding Association information course so they can provide information related to that or specifically safe sleep is, is somewhere we definitely do start to go into with our different courses. We've had requests for farm safety. We've had National Swim Week. So it's something that we play with, but we play with it at a campaign level at the moment. So our parent medic course is very specifically designed to be a two-hour course. It covers the content that a new parent will need for the first year of their baby's life. And we don't waver from that. We've trialed and ever three-hour courses, four-hour courses, different content. And I guess when someone's investing in a parent medic franchise, they're getting access to all that trial and error to kind of coming down to the most perfect course that has the best feedback and the best learning out. It's something that we'll, we'll definitely consider. Right now, it's at a campaign level. We don't tend to go too far away from our two-hour course because that's our, our trademark, beautiful product that we know that works and that our consumers expect from us. But we're always working with different partners to provide different types of information. We're in a really beautiful position that Paramedics is delivered. One of the main parts of the delivery is inside a family's home. And not many people can get education in that environment. So we do have people knocking on the door saying, could you add this and could you add this while you're there and add this as well? We have to be really, really careful not to water down our essential product. But it's something that we we always consider. And when the franchise joins us or when someone says, I'd like to deliver your paramedic education, Another thing that's really beautiful about us is that even though we have that two-hour product, we're always working at how do we deliver that two-hour product to different communities. So when we're working with Indigenous communities, how does that information that we're sharing look different for that community? And if we're delivering it to parents where their child might have a chronic health issue, how do we deliver that information differently to that community? So Parent Medic is, is always playing in that field, and that's really important to us that whilst we have a two-hour product that is really wonderful, we have to always consider how to deliver that to different communities. So if a franchisee gets on board and they say, look, you know, in my community, we'd love to do stuff in farm safety, they will 100% be supported by us to be able to contextualise the product for their own community. 
And I think entering franchising, I was always warned that be careful because there's not much opportunity for the franchisee to change things. And that's done for protection. And and we really appreciate that protection for our brand. But one of the really cool things about us and when we entered franchising is, yeah, we definitely have to have boundaries. We have to make sure we protect the product. But our franchisee is part of that innovation process. And because our product values the contextualizing of our content, whilst we won't waver too much from the brand, uh, our home product, we will work with them and we will take on all their ideas. And that's, that's part of our culture. So even to the point where we give them an operations manual to look at, which is, you know, you'll get with any franchise investment, we're, we're telling you to write notes down on what you think you can improve and what is different and, and do you have any great ideas. So that feedback loop is really vital to us and opens doors to be able to get our product out to different communities. So that that's something we'll always consider and something I'm obviously really passionate about working on with our franchisees. Excellent, Natty. Look, that's been fantastic. Excellent hearing your your growth story as well as the vision for the future. There are bound to be people taken by the story and interested in being their own boss in the sector. Now, if anyone interested, we do encourage you to head to the Parent Medic site to have a look um, and and assess the, the ins and outs of the business. You'll also have a contact us box on the podcast. So pop your name down, please, and we'll get in touch with you ASAP to get your journey going with Natalie and Parent Medic. Apart from that, Natalie, it's been a pleasure having you on. I think with We'd be more than happy or grateful to have you on again soon for an update with the inevitable growth of Parent Medic. Thanks so much for having um, having me. And to those listening that are interested, I'm really excited to meet you. I get goosebumps when the right person comes along. So if you've listened to this and it's aligned with you, please take that extra step to reach out to me because literally every day I wake up saying, please bring me those that I can serve. So I'm really excited to offer this opportunity. Um, and, I, and I hope that um, you do uh, fill out your details in that contact box and, and come meet me and say hello. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Natalie. Thank you. Thank you, Natalie. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Natalie Tormey, who is the founder and director of the Paramedic Franchise Business, a community-based education business educating parents in ways to care and be prepared. To find out more about the Paramedic Business or to discover other episodes for Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling, and investing world. Thanks for listening.